Digital Cortex, the Christmas special. Woo! Woo! Get the applause. <laughs> yeah! Oh my Woo. god! Oh my god, we made it! We made it! It's Christmas! Oh, we've got a little festivities going here. Um, it's been a bit here. We were trying some things with uh, some live stream gaming to do. Like, you know, we were thinking like podcast game podcast game and, and interchanges oh you weren't supposed to open that yet <laughs> okay you fucked up <laughs> just kidding you I didn't open up. that i didn't open it any i didn't open anything look i'm gonna have to down that one now give it to me you have to down it yeah and i gotta go get you another one you weren't supposed to open it <laughs> okay fuck save that one then fine you save can take it. this one we're supposed to enjoy this you know what let's do it now Whatever we're going to do, just do it now. Hold on. Here. Don't open it. Do not open it. I'm just holding it. Don't open it. I'm holding it. We're going to split this one. Okay. Let's do that. But we're going to leave it open. Let's do Give it. Give me a second. I got to go grab a no hold fucking can. <laughs> I don't. Shit. Dude, you did not tell I me. I did. It. I told you. Don't open this until we open the presents. <laughs> oh, whoa. You said, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was probably me not listening to anything you were saying. That's what that was. And then I said, yeah, 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 yeah. That means I'm not listening. That means I don't know what the heck you just said. I have to actually respond with a more like a sentence. If I respond with a sentence and I heard you, if I just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. You know what? Yeah, I'm sorry for yelling. It's not Christmas spirit. Yeah. Too humbug there. That was not the Christmas spirit. That was not, nice. That was was not nice. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Ooh. But you know what? I did fucking tell you. <laughs> um, you know what? It'll it'll work out. We'll just drink one a can and a half today. Word. We'll, we'll split that one. You'll see. You'll see. When okay. All right. Let's do the gift exchange. I'm now? just going to do it now. All right, let's do it now. Here. Or do you want to? Let's, let's wait. Okay. Let's do a shot. I received this as a gift. Um, it is the Belvini, uh Double wood. Age 12 years. Pretty good. I've already had it. Very fancy looking packaging and and bottle and, and whole nice. nine yards on things. And I love that sound. Let me do it again. It's fucking gorgeous. It's got good suction. Sherry oak is what it says. You can taste it too. We'll just do uh, up to cheekbone on these. Give it like a half a shot. That might be a regular shot. <laughs> no, I feel it, like because it's so thin in the neck area of this these uh, shot glasses. It'd be interesting to test a, a regular shot poured yeah. in. Oh, I think I got some confetti in mine. We should probably do that one day. Got it out though. Okay. Grab a shot, pour a real, real shot, put it in here, and see where it goes. See up where to. it goes. Yeah, like do the actual measurement. Cheers. Cheers. Good. Scotch whiskey. Scotch and whiskey? No, it's scotch whiskey. That's what that's... single malt scotch whiskey. Okay. Yeah. It's so interesting. From it's... Scotland. 
the flavors just keep coming. Like you get a first initial flavor, and then you get another flavor. We can revisit it. And then you get an, like this aftertaste flavor. Yeah. I enjoy it. I think it's good. No, it's good. It, it's good. That's what I'm saying. It has so much uh, body to it or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Where does it say? The Belvany Distillery Company, uh, Belvany Maltines, Dufftown, Ban- Banffshire, Scotland. Banffshire. Further maturation in Europe, oak sherry casks increase complexity, bringing fruity, honeyed depths to the resulting single malt. Many years of maturation exclusively in traditional whiskey oak casks mellows the maturing spirit and imparts gentle warming layers of vanilla spiciness. Layers. See? Layers. That's the word I was looking for. The there's, layers. There's yeah. layers to mm-hmm. this. 12 like, years. Age 12 years. Just like imagine. Ogres. This was made 12 years ago. I oh, know. Yeah. Um, my coworker who gifted this to me, uh, and thank you. Um, if he's watching, because uh, I really enjoyed it, he was telling me he had uh, his father had gotten this one, but he got the twenty year aged one. So twenty, and mm. and that was twenty years ago that he got it. So it's forty years old now. If they still have it, I don't know if they do. <laughs> That'd be interesting but, to save mm-hmm. it. I mean, yeah. All right, you want to do the gift exchange? <coughs> Just do this. <coughs> um, I'll open mine first. Okay. Yours, like, I didn't go all crazy, but I thought, like, oh, this is cool. And I bought one for me and I bought one for you. Nice. And uh, that's why I didn't want you to open the cans yet. Mm, Now it has to go with the can. I see. Ha ha. Do you know what this is? It looks like uh, it takes the top off. So the idea is that instead of popping a can, you can pull the top off of it and you can enjoy the beer as a cup. Like if it was from a tap or something, you know, Interesting. that's the idea. So um, let's give it a whirl. Let's let's pop these tops. um... Now, there's a specific way you have to do it. I'm looking at this. This is step-by-step instructions, dude. Mm -hmm. Align with can tab with opening and place DT on can twist uh, can counterclockwise to lock tab. Squeeze handles and grip bottom of the can where it is most firm. Yeah, so that's the big thing. Don't grab in the middle. You don't want to grab here. Grab here. You want to grab at the bottom. So you want to hold it like this when you do it. Rotate can counterclockwise for at least 360 degrees until can top stops rotating. So it's going to tell you when to stop. Yeah, you'll feel it. Release handles and pull T a DT off can. If the lid isn't easily removed, repeat steps two and three. Don't remove lid um, from can with fingers. Ye. It's going to be sharp. Yeah, but it's supposed to have like a magnet on it to grab it anyway. Mm, okay, let's do it. Yeah, so you just pull it right off. Okay. All right, all right. Align it with yes. the tab. Yes, and then you go like this. counterclockwise. So you see the tab in the top there in that Is opening? it this way or this? Oh, it has uh, to be this way. You're going to go counterclockwise first. Okay, so before that, squeezing. And then... Now twist it counterclockwise so it locks. And you'll see it, the tab lock in there. Did you see it lock in there? 
Oh, do I keep turning it or just... Um, I kept turning it around. I thought it was going to stop me. Oh. How, many, how far do I turn? Just, just sideways? It says just enough to, to like lock the tab. Yeah, the tab's all the way touching. Okay. Yeah, that's where it's supposed to be. Okay. And so now once you squeeze. do that, now you squeeze. Wait, hold on. This, yeah, this. just hold it. Hold it squeezed and then hold the bottom. And then you want to continue to go counterclockwise. Okay, I can, I can feel it. Three sixty rotation. I can feel the the blade in yeah, here cutting and, it. And you'll you'll feel it when it when it's completely stopped. Yeah, it, it went all the way around. I can feel it. All right, and then at that point, you can release the handles, release and pull off. Kabam! Yeah, look at that. Whoa, I like right? it. Dude, and then, so it's look like at a that. Little cup. Exactly, and so the idea too is that you can now make cocktails or something within. And this is a good can. Yeah. And it leaves no residue or anything behind. So you're not going to be drinking like metal. And this is and a shit. good cider, too. There you go. We're, we're drinking some. Um, I like this thing, dude. Excelsior Imperial apples from heirloom hard cider. It's like a make your can classy thing, dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I thought I thought I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to start using this, dude. I, Wherever I go, I'm gonna I'm just gonna start sawing people's tops off, dude, and giving them back the can. Especially when it's a can like this. So you can feel it cutting. Yeah. Yeah. Pop. Yeah, I think that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Kaboom. Boom, shakalaka. And there we go. Cheers. Now we Cheers. can pour that one in here. <laughs> yeah. And so instead of like, I guess the air of, of this popping, you're left with just your pure beverage. And you can use it on all sorts of cans like sodas and beer and anything like that. Now, I wish this there was a, good a, can to keep, though. I mean, a I better way to show on, on camera. Maybe I can get a little close. And you see how that one is. The edge, the top taken off. I don't know, maybe we could still pop that one off too without even though it's been I opened. think you can. I think I don't think it's a problem. And then I guess you just Well my gosh, should I have like a towel or something? I just peeled it off with my fingers. I don't know. Oh yeah. It's not sharp. It's just locked. Uh, it's getting all wet. Sorry, I'm messing it all up. I'm sure it rinses off fine. Yeah. It just looks like plastic. In there. Yeah, I don't think it's going to do anything. Yeah. Oh, it might. It might. I don't know. Yeah, see, you're just, it's cutting it. I don't think it's doing as much because the thing's moving. Oh. Yeah, it definitely does not need to be open first. No. Yeah, take it up. Just pull from the tab. Yeah, you got it. 
We're not drinking out of that one. <laughs> that was pretty cool, though. Um, a little sticky yeah. now, but... Um, it, it was not, you know, the most expensive, extravagant, but I just thought it was a pretty cool thing. Oh, it's nice, huh? Yeah. It's uh, nifty. I'll call it nifty. Well, that's yours, bro. Thank you, sir. I like it. Rinse it before you take it home. The Batman. I'll call it the Batman. You know what we should have done, actually, was drink from an un- uncut one and a cut one to see if there really is a, a taste difference. Because that's one of the things I think they sell about it. Is that It aerates it? Yeah, it's just a different feel of it, you know? like I think it, it's a different feel from drinking from the can. It's open. Pretty cool. I think oxygen does help. But, um, all right, my gift now. It's um, pretty big. When I bought it, I, I didn't think we were going to be opening it on here. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool gift. I thought you could use something like this. So Waka waka. Toss that down there for now. Uh, I've got the scissors. It's got it's sealed from Amazon. All right. I was thinking about. I think our our other one just broke. So that's perfect. Yeah, it's more of like a for both of you guys kind of thing too. Oh, it's curved, too. So it has an extra feature of a longer handle, so you could do, like, your your back. Yeah. It's detachable. You could take it off if if you're just using it on a muscle in your... No, that looks cool for sure. But then, yeah, it's got the reach. It's the Renfo reach. But, uh, yeah, these things are uh, game changers, man. I've had sore muscles and stuff like that. Even when you, like... Your muscles tight, you might figure out you have a knot. You know, you start like massaging it with a massage gun, you're like, oh, it hurts right here in this one particular spot. It's because I have a knot right there. So then you just keep it on the, keep it on your hamstring or wherever it's bothering you. And then just, and then after a while, you're like, oh shit, I don't feel anything now. Oh, yeah, and it's got all of the little different attachments. Yeah, so you got different things for different... I really like these hammer ones. Yeah, just to give it like Oh, the, I see what you mean. This whole thing is, is detachable. an extender. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you I can make it... I never had one like that. They're usually just this short version. Yeah, usually you get that, but this is the reach for the, for the back. So you could just massage your own back, you know? Like, yeah, that would be cool. Throw on the attachment. Boom. Boom. And then you got the, um, yeah, there you go. arm in there. Ooh, it just goes. Dude, that thing just... (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) You can hear it. What is that? Zero one. That is USB-C. I like that. That is a really nice display back here, too. You can see where it's going. It's got big numbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, let me get back there. Oh, and that oh, is geez. the reach. Oh, that's good. Yeah, shout out to Ren. Oh, Renfo. Nice, nice. Right? What is it called? Mm, Fucking what's the company? Care. 
all that stress, man. All that stress on the oh, neck. It's so good. Yeah, man. I don't think people realize how much tension you hold in your shoulders. I like that it can go all the way down, though, without having to... I can get all the spots, and I'm not straining my arm to do it. <sighs> if you feel a spot that oh. hurts... You have to keep hitting that spot because that's that's like a knot in your muscles. So like I just I'm all I'm doing is just searching around for the. Well, this has been a great digital cortex podcast. <laughs> you gotta take a nap, now. dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good. See, maybe you need. Yeah, let me check. Let me check it out. I want to check the reach effect. How do you turn it off? Don't turn it off here. I'm gonna use it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Dude, That's good. Oh, dude, this shoulder is fucked up, dude. I feel the tension in here. Ah. Okay. Oh, this is oh, dangerous dude. how quickly you oh. can finish a can. What the fuck is going on with my shoulder right there? Shit, dude. I, now, that, now that I got this, I'm like, dude, when's the last time I've hit my shoulders? Usually I'm checking my legs. Alright, bro. That's all on you too. Oh, dude, I've had these spots that are fucked up, dude. Ah, actually, I do like the um, bounce on this one. I think it's better than the one I have. I think it helps with that leverage because you're holding it at like a different. But I'm saying point. like the intervals of it going up and it's, oh yeah. I think it's a really good pace because if you don't, if you have longer intervals up and down you're gonna get choppy and then that's when it's bouncing off of your back mm -hmm. this doesn't do that at all it doesn't bounce off your back because I, I have the other one it'll go poof, it'll pop up oh i see because, what you mean yeah this is not going fast enough or it's not going at a good rhythm renfo is that what it's called yeah renfo renfo foo reach goes up to i think it's a 2800 RPM. Oh, dude, 28, dude. Get 28. Oh, my God. Get 28. Whatever whatever company you want. But Renfro did it, dude. Oh, okay. So the one of the last level is an auto level. Where it kind of detects what it needs or what? I guess so. Oh, dude. Let's see what the back says. Dude, oh, my shoulders are man. fucked up, man. I needed, I, need, I needed this. Shit, I should have bought myself one. God damn. <laughs> I got bail. <laughs> uh, this feels good though. Uh, okay. I'm trying to see. You just gotta hold the button and then it turns off. Dude, oh, for being it. this skinny and this small of a motor. This thing goes. This thing is fucking strong as oh, fuck. Oh, I, I never noticed this. I don't think either I just threw away the pamphlets, but like they tell you what each one of these attachments should be used for. Yeah. Yeah. It tells you specifically for what. They say the bullet attachment is for the hands and feet. I want to try that because my hands are fucked up. Yeah. You get soreness in your hands. Oh, yeah. I don't think people realize how much stress they're holding on in their body. And maybe that is part of the reason why you don't feel good. You know, this built up of stress 
on your body because mm-hmm. you're hitting muscles and you're like, oh shit, what am I holding on to? Right? That's got to affect your mood, right? If you're not feeling 100%, I think you just hold it and it turns on. Because that's oh, how I turn it off. Goes. Yeah, in order to turn off, you got to push and hold that. Oh, yeah. It's hitting trigger points, dude. Ooh, that might be too powerful for my hands, so. Yeah, dude, just go on zero, man. You can hear it, too. It makes a gnarly sound, huh? It sounds way louder, uh, louder in the headphones than it actually does in person. Oh, is it is it coming through in your headphones like that? Yeah. My bad. My bad. Ooh, though. Let me go just go on one see what that feels like. Yeah, hit the, go up and down the fingers, dude. You got all kinds of uh, different muscles that actually... Um, connect your finger like your fingers have so many ligaments and muscles oh that's where I needed it right there wherever you find like the most like sensitive part that's what you gotta hit dude yeah my thumb is like aching for it dude now that you have it turned oh, on yeah. <laughs> dude, look got, at that pinky move <laughs> Jesus I got I gotta try it after you now because try both ends oh, yeah. yeah I need to even it out Oh, Ooh, that's a good spot. That's a good spot. <laughs> that's a spot that needed attention. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to spend the rest of the show we're just spend the whole show using just... every single attachment until I mean, we are perfectly that's a good gift, man. relaxed. That's a good gift. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh. I was like, what? I was going to get some tech, something cool, something like I usually do. And I usually find cool stuff, cool toys, cool gadgets. But then I was like, why not just get a massager, dude? Massagers are underrated, man. People need... You need that attention. You know, like... Oh, I feel so good. Oh, yeah. Feel it. That was nice. You know what? I need, I need stronger. Oh, there we go. Three. One wasn't doing it, man. It's so cool to see the inside of this can like that. But yeah, I feel it on the different points on the finger. I'm going to drink all my beverages this way now. I told you, dude. I'm going to just go around and cut people's cans. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they put it you down. you give them something, you just cut their cans off. Look, though, what I notice is if you don't get a good cut. If you open it beforehand, then it's, you see, it, it Jagged. sliced it. Yeah, you got to watch out for that. Yeah, so don't open it. Left hand, not Until you cut it. Left hand didn't need real much tension. This one I can feel, though. Right. Mm -hmm. I wonder what... I I bet that's going to feel real good, like, in between gaming sessions and shit. (laughs) I bet you're going to say in between my legs. Not for real, dude, because last (laughs) time we were playing the games, like, you know, I get in there. My hands. It's because, you know, work, I, I work with the intricate... Items and, st- and electronics yeah, I'm and stuff. I'm typing all so. fucking day too. Mm-hmm. Mouse, all that shit, grabbing on top. Arthritis is real. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real. It is, you know. Like you gotta take care of your. Our generation grew up with the computer, with tech, with it. So like this was before well, they started getting like when you were a kid. It, when you, you were know? a kid, it was still in its infancy. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. We grew up yeah. with the computer. We didn't grow up 
with a computer. We yeah. grew up while the computers grew. And then everyone went to home computers. Eventually, we all had home. Remember, that yeah. was a big deal, home computer. Dude, do you remember going to the store and getting, like, you had to buy the internet in the shopping store? Like, you'd buy AOL discs. Or they would send it to you in the mail. Yeah. yeah. they send you the disc. You would just like, go get the little free trials and stuff. I had a floppy disk from back in the days, yeah. dude. I, I remember used to playing um, Oregon Trail on floppy disk. I know. You remember the big floppy disks? Like the bigger ones, like they ended up with the smaller size, the kind of like coaster size. But before that, they had the the, the larger. Dude, um, I don't think I ever used those. You don't remember those ones? I don't think I did. The ones that we had in our computer class, because we had Apple computers. This, mm-hmm. When Apple started, they donated a bunch of computers to schools. Yeah. In California, they actually had a program all the way up through my, when I was in high school, the education program. So there was a specific, specific type of iMac. And you look at this up, they look totally different. They're bigger. Yeah. Um, they were called Emacs, and they were only made for education. Uh, and I think that's what we were using. Yeah, they were big. They were white. Yeah. And they and they had floppy disks. Yeah. They had floppy well, disk games. by the time I was in high school, they were in... Um, they had CD drives built in. They were, they were around the generation of those, like... Uh, you know the candy looking IMAX that came out with the different that's what you guys had yeah when I was in freshman in in high school they had already had those going they had the EMAX going uh, before they went from like they still had the CRT screens in them yeah they were nicer but yeah all no, of we, the components or maybe they were grade, CRT my, no I think they were my 6th grade we had a computer lab time, and we all got hyped, dude. We we're like, yeah, fucking computer time, dude. We would get all excited, dude, and we'd all go, and then they would open up the little flip thing for the floppy disk, and we're like, yeah, and then we all pick our game, and then we put the game in to the Apple computer, and then we played. But you got like seven years on me, right? Yeah, I got some time. I yeah. Got, I got more time. So, dude, that was pretty advanced technology for like Oh, for us. sure. Yeah. When we were using... I think by the time I was in fourth or fifth grade, I remember they had a specific classroom dedicated for computers yeah. in my elementary school. And they were Windows-based. And... I remember we would play with the magnets around them. Oh, they already had moved to Windows. Yeah. See, Apple... They were, they were towers. Apple had the market for a while because they donated all those computers and that's what they they ended up doing so apple had an education program in california yeah i don't think they put it in other states but they had it in california and so what they would do is they would give the schools like massive discounts pretty much giving away the shit yeah and so all the teachers had apple laptops they had an imac the the colorful little ones you know the ones you can grab with the handles yeah, that yeah, was big. The jelly bean ones. Yeah, those are huge. Because um, this was in 2000. I went to high school between 2006 and 9. No, 2005 and, and 9. Mm, I think it was. Okay. I graduated in 09. Yeah. So whatever the math is on that shit. So um, they had one in every classroom. And then they had the computer lab filled with the Emacs. And these were like larger versions of those. Like I, I got to show it to you, and and I'll put the image up uh, so people or can just see put it, it up. Yeah, just put it up when. Um, yeah, later. We'll, we'll put it up on there, but at least you'll be able to see. I it remember here. the ones with the handle. It was in uh, Zoolander. Remember, he was trying to break into the yeah the computer, and it was uh, like so a blue or something. This is what the Emacs looked like. 
Okay. They kind of look they like the iMacs, but compared the, to an iMac, they they were definitely a a big size difference, a notable size difference. So here they are next to each other, mm. and I'll get these images up there too, so that so that they can see it on the on the podcast video. But um, we had these, and we had a couple of different computer rooms uh and uh in, in my high school i got them i, I keep glimpsing at what's going on in that <laughs> but uh but yeah so we had a couple of different computer um labs in my high school and so they had the emacs and the imacs did you guys have anything like in third fourth grade fifth grade with apple based if we did it was like command based because i do remember when i was in third grade, we had just the green and black screen-based computers where you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. throw the floppy disk in. Everything by then, was, it was, was already PC. Um, Mac, Mac, when when I went to elementary school in a different city in fourth through sixth grade, we had PCs. Yeah. And I remember because there was one kid, he was like gifted or on the spectrum or something. And so he had different privileges and he installed Starcraft on a PC and he was allowed to play Starcraft what? during class time. And that's all that kid did was play Starcraft all day. And I kept thinking like, why the fuck does he get to play Starcraft? And I don't, I want to, I want to play video games. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, these, the reason Apple did this and it totally worked was because by the time you go to college, a lot of people didn't have computers in their in their home, and if they did, they had one. Yeah. And laptops weren't as common. No, they were bulky and they were big and they mm-hmm. were expensive. They were business oriented, really. Yeah. Uh, Apple started coming out with their that their suitcase. Remember, Apple they had like suitcase laptops. What did they call them? iBooks. Something like iBooks, that. iBooks, I think they were. Yeah. Uh, but they but you, kids didn't have them. No, no, that was like business. This is a little bit before. Eventually, they came out with the white ones, and and then you know, as we got older, I I grew up in a pretty decent, well-off neighborhood. So there were like I didn't have those privileges, but a lot of the kids did have like you know money in the family. So so by the time they were in uh, junior, even sophomore, and in in high school, they all had their own personal laptop computers, and they were the MacBooks. Like the OG MacBooks, like the white MacBooks. Yeah. Um, and those are the ones that the teachers had, too. So everything that we did computer-based in school was on a Mac. And so you grew up using a Mac. By the time you were able to use a computer in your house, you know, it was Windows, and you are more familiar with Mac than you were with... Because that's what you've been using. Exactly. And so Apple did that targeted on purpose because by the time our generation was in college, the thing we were used to was Mac OS operating system. So, I mean, that's kind of redundant. (laughs) But yeah, we were used to Mac OS. So um, that was the first thing that I decided I I needed to get. Like, I need to get a Mac. Can't go to college without a Mac. I didn't grow up so much on, I mean, other than the Apple games that I played when, like, in sixth grade. Other than that, we were all PC eventually. And, you know, different different um, computer, gateway, and all that shit mm-hmm. that was out. But, um, and Dell. But, uh, the yeah, when I finally learned the Apple software or the Apple um, um, 
kind of based um, programs that they have when I got the laptop. I was like, oh, I can kind of see how a lot of things haven't changed with the way that the system works. A lot of it's still drag and drop. Like some stuff you can't do other than drag and drop. And like, now I get frustrated. Because you're you're mixing the PC stuff with the, the Apple. Yeah, so there's stuff on the Mac that I'm like, why can't you do this? I could do it so much easier on a PC. Yeah. And then vice versa, there's stuff on a PC. I'm like, oh, only I could do this on the Mac. Yeah, because I try to do, it's funny because I'll try and do certain things on the, on the um, MacBook Pro that I have. And I'm like, oh, I know how to do it on PC, but I'm trying to figure out how to do it on Apple because it's mm-hmm. different. And they have different ways. But like, I can see how I, I can kind of feel how the original layout is still there. Like, it's it's kind of um, a testament to them of being so different is they, they haven't, like, if you compare the first Microsoft office to now there is night and day it's not even the same thing right i mean it's sort of similar but it's it's so different and i feel like if i would go back and look at the original apple with the little apple symbol in the corner you still have that like you still have some of those basic headers like file and like you know what you're trying to do like on the bottom line like i can see the updates but i can still see the legacy software kind of just hanging out it's the same thing microsoft has been dealing with too for different like ui type things like the start menu for example they're trying to keep that now well yeah but they they tried to get rid of it because it was like an old idea of but something. then they noticed they realized that people like it they want something well, familiar. people got pissed off because like you remember when yes. they went to windows 8 and they kind of dissolved the start menu yeah or window xp the window xp was a huge failure too but um no and the Apple and then Apple's Apple has always had the bars has at been the top. Steady. They've been steady with their software. You go there, you know what you're getting. You're getting the same thing that you've been using for the last 10, 15 years. And like, they do it on purpose, you know. You and can't. it builds, it builds a following. It builds a, a rapport. It builds a um, culture around Apple products. Everything that you use is going to be similar, and you're going to know how to use it. And it goes back to to like I said when they threw all that. <laughs> product into the schools every school in the fucking state you built a fan base you built a fan base from the from the bottom all the way up and then their kids are going to use the same products as you and then so on and so forth and it's exactly what they're doing with the iphones the iphone is is really similar to the old iphones the way that the layout the the screen they never change everybody's tried to imitate a lot of the icons that apple originally that was their thing remember the icon i mean look at look at smartphones back in the day before iphone like you're looking at the palm pilot you're looking at the blackberry there was a certain way that they navigated it and when google was originally making their first phone with android android worked kind of like in that same file system way of of like a BlackBerry. It was more similar to a BlackBerry or a Palm Pilot than it was anything else. Yeah. But then Apple came out with the touch and they came out with a whole different way of using it, you know, uh, yeah. the UI and everything that Google had like stopped and was like, okay, well we need to quickly do this. And that's why Android is, is what it is today. If it wasn't for Apple coming out with the iPhone, we would have a totally different way of the way we used phones today. It's one of the reasons that most Android phones, there wasn't an Android phone in the market that didn't have a keyboard. 
for so long. Yeah. And then it gave a name too to the other operating system, Android. Like there was so many different names of software. Like once they came out with Android, it was like that's the name. That's the thing that's sticking. Like people like that. Because they knew Apple. Apple was kind of a, a head early in the and they still I think they still outsell Android. And the thing is is that Apple went through it in a in a different way. Well, they didn't say like we're creating a phone. They said we have a new iPod. And everybody had already loved the iPods. Everyone had a different iPod. They had the iPod Shuffles, you had the iPod Nanos, the Minis, the the video, the picture, you know, the, the evolution of the iPods was super popular and they were enough to put it in everybody's pocket so when they came out with iphone it was more like we have an ipod and now we have taken our ipod and we've added the ability for email and we've added the ability for web and we've added the ability for phone calls and we call it iphone but it it essentially that first introduction was this is iPod with more. With calling. Mm-hmm. They were kind of already going So they, they didn't like say this is a whole different product line away from the iPod. It was like, this is iPod evolution. Remember those iPods that were that looked like a phone? The iPod Touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, it was that already. design language. They kept it. Yeah. They were already kind of already had the idea for the phone. And they were just trying to like still give you an iPod uh, touch, but you're like, why don't I just get the phone? You know, at that point, so it never really. And you took would see off. more of like the iPod um, touch being used for, you know, what it was was like given to children and stuff. Yeah. And I had friend who uh, he didn't have his first phone until he was, I want to say, 18 years old. That was yeah, that was and normal. His family never bought him a phone. And he couldn't afford a phone. He was working a, a job. Actually, you know, Eddie. Yeah. He's been on the podcast once or twice. Um, so he, uh, I remember going with him for the first time he was going to get a phone. And before that, he had always used a free texting app and an iPod touch. Mm. And so he couldn't text or do anything unless, unless he, he was had on the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah. So I went with him to get his first phone. And the phone that he wanted at the time was a Windows phone. Oh, so he was going to go away from yeah, Apple because there was a point where you know it was it wasn't just Android and Apple. No, the Windows phone was cool. There was Windows phone. There was yeah. still BlackBerry was still decent at the People time. People preferred BlackBerry. Uh, dude. Palm had their their Palm Touch, you know, Palm Pre and the Nokia. Palm. Nokia. Nokia. What did they call the- it? Um, damn, what was that? WebOS. WebOS was the operating system. Uh, Nokia. They had their own operating system. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but it was Motorola. hard to compete. Motorola was big too. Mm-hmm. The razors, the razors oh, were yeah. a big hit. So he he was uh, going to AT and T to get the phone, and I went with him. You know, I was like, "Yeah, I'll go with you." So I, I went with him. We went to AT and T, uh, and he was getting a phone. And they wanted to say, "Well, I mean, you don't have any credit or anything, so it's going to be like." $500 down yeah. as a deposit. Yeah. So he had a $500 deposit that he would get back in a year. Yes. And the phone cost $500 to begin with. 
So he had to pay a thousand dollars if he wanted that phone. Well, they were going to subsidize like part of the phone anyway. Oh, like there was payments. a discount for getting a new line, a new line, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, one of those. So, but at the same off, time, he's still off. ending up paying like six hundred or seven hundred dollars to get this pocket phone. to get yeah, this phone. Yeah. And he was about to drop all that money down just because he didn't have the credit. And I was like, I didn't know much more about it at the time because I'm only a couple of years older than him anyway. But I was thinking about it. I was like, well, is there a way to get like a co-signer? Can I co-sign for him? Because yeah. I have credit. Yeah. Um, I had already had my own phone plan and one or two credit cards at the time. And I was building credit. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, yeah. Well, apparently you don't. <laughs> you can't on a cell phone. So they did actually just opened up the line under my name. Oh. And it was for him. So I remember he would call me and be like, hey, what's the last four digits of your social? I need to call AT&T. <laughs> he was still on there for yeah. a while. And, and it was cool. It was like, you know, whatever. That's fine. It's my line, whatever. Yeah. And so... um for the longest time, he had that line, uh, AT&T, under my name. And I remember there was a new phone coming out. And back then, phones were exclusive. You couldn't just get a phone like you can today on any network. Like, this phone came out. It was an AT&T exclusive. Nobody else had it. There was a, a lot of exclusives. iPhone was like that for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Verizon didn't have iPhones no. for a long time until they finally... And it was a big over. change because the technology was different from AT&T, GSM to CDMA on, on Verizon. Yeah, yeah. So having a CDMA iPhone was like this big deal. Um, but I remember I wanted a new phone and I was going to switch to AT&T and I was like, well, I already have a, an account at AT&T. Yeah, all you need is add a line. So I was like, <laughs> I called him up and I was like, hey, I'm trying to get this phone. He's like, okay. Um, do you mind if I add myself on my account? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, sure. So for years we shared a phone account, yeah, like phone years. Plan, yeah. By the time he got married, his wife joined our phone account. Oh, yeah. And I remember there was a certain point where I was like, she was like, you know what? They, they, we, we came to like an agreement. It's like, you know what? I'm going to, we're going to dissolve this because it doesn't make any sense anymore. <laughs> you know, you guys are married. We're you adults. Your get your yeah. own lines. I'm going to get my own line somewhere else. And I took my phone out and Geez, your line? I, you kept your phone number. I can't recall if he's ever dissolved it or not. I think he did. Eventually. I don't think we have the AT&T account anymore, well, but I mean, it's your name, so you could just call them. <laughs> I could. Like, yeah. I'd be like, do I still have an account with you guys? And I remember we created the, the pins as like our birthdays combined. <laughs> like we, we were all in on it. You guys were married. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, you know, I didn't plan on upgrading my phone. He's like, can I take your upgrade? I was like, go for it. <laughs> don't forget you can top yourself off here man that's all you oh, okay i'll pour it in yeah that's what i did already i'm almost done with this can too yeah you know it's interesting that there's um a thin layer of plastic in these cans yeah 
Yeah, which I never knew until a couple years ago that the I always like okay, it's aluminum, that's good. No, they still put plastic inside, so <laughs> it doesn't layer, so it doesn't rust. Well, actually, it's more than that. It's taste. Yeah, it preserves the taste. Too. It preserves the yeah. taste better than it would because if you if it was just straight aluminum, you'll get an aluminum. You taste. get a bit of of metallic taste, just but, a little bit, but it's enough for people to be like, it's off compared to what you would get. That's probably why they always had it in bottles. Glass. Like glass, you wouldn't get a taste in glass. And it was glass and it was already, you didn't need to put any, Mm -hmm. um, any, any kind of plastic covering inside. But yeah, I mean, I imagine if it was just Coca-Cola and an aluminum can, it would probably eat. And before they did aluminum, I think it was tin. Yeah, everything they, was in tin. Yeah, I think everything was in it. And I don't think you need plastic. Because you can't recycle tin. tin, I think. You can't? No. I... I, cause like they still do tin for I like you can melt it canned down, foods and stuff, but they don't recycle them the same way you can aluminum because it's not as malleable. Oh, I was wondering. That like was... you can't throw like canned products into the recycling bin. I guess like those have to go in the trash. No, you can throw cans. I don't think you can throw tin into the recycling bin. You can throw any can in the bin. It just says cans, glass. Um, now, if we'll actually recycle it and use it, that's a whole other story. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. It can be recycled, but I don't know if like the city lets you do it. Well, the um, a lot of these cities. I think you have to take it somewhere. A lot of these cities don't even recycle their own recycle. They ship it off. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, there there's no recycling um, plants in a lot of cities. I know it's driven by the waste management. It's it's caused problems with some um, communities, some cities where they um, they'll stop picking it up because they they're in a dispute or something's going on with the with the process. Like they're not able to get the sh- like they ship it out to. I want to say they ship it out to California, then it goes to China on a shipping container. So there was at one point China stopped taking so much recycle and they're like, nah. So then they might not tell you, but they're just taking the recycle and dumping it into the fucking dump with all the trash. So they're not, yeah, they're not even recycling it sometimes. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. It depends on your city or your community or what agreement they have. If things change and they can't take it to a recycling plant, they'll just fucking dump it in the dump. (laughs) And then um, the whole other issue with recycling, too, is um, you can't keep recycling. How many times are you going to recycle something? Yeah, that's true. It's you, only you like can only once. go so much. I, a lot of, of products are only one time. Like, honestly, we should have never moved away from glass. That's sustainable yes. and reusable. And mm-hmm. countries like Germany, and France, do, like Mexico, they still use yep. bottles. Then they eat this rice crispy food. You still, they still buy a bottle of glass water. They buy it in packs of six, and you have a glass of water. You know, like you know how hard it is to find a glass, like glass. The Mountain View or Mountain Valley, whatever the fuck that company is, that green bottle. That's water, but that's hard to find. A lot of places don't have it, and they don't have it in bulk. Can't buy a case of it, so you're gonna buy one or two at a time. Like they don't have it at Sam's. I know that. I don't know about Costco. I haven't checked, but um, yeah, I'm trying to get away from buying so much plastic, but it's hard, dude. Like mm-hmm. and it's so funny because like where I work at, they um they supposedly 
banned plastic. So like all of our vending machines are fucking cans or that's it. Really? Like, yeah. You can't get a bottle of soda anymore. I didn't know that. Yeah, and the the same thing with our cafeteria. The there's no bottles, so everything is a fucking can. There's a can of soda. There's a can of water. There's cans of water that are like tall, and then there's the Sani little like regular size cans. But it's so stupid. It's so dumb because they still have plastic forks and plastic knives and plastic plastic spoons. And most of the containers, they stop using the styrofoam containers for the food. You know how usually you have the two little clips on the styrofoam that mm-hmm. you clip in and you close the lid. But they went away from that with the folding cardboard looking ones. You know what? Honestly, though, styrofoam is shitty. For the environment as well. It is. It is. Because you can't do anything with it once it's done. The ones they're using look like paper, but the inside is plastic. You can even really you can feel the inside of it. Why not just use the the paper ones? Because it'll it'll seep through. Like paper actually Mm. like Does it soak and everything? Yeah. You know, like you get a pizza box and it's already like warping. Yeah, pizza boxes can't recycle. You can get the grease out. Yeah. So, So that's just trash anyway. It's Dude, ba- I was bad. just and watching this movie um, with yeah. Crystal the other day. Uh, what was it called? Jesus, I don't remember the name. But it had Ethan Hawke. It had um, Julia Roberts. Oh, you're talking about the new one, the World is Ending bullshit yes, thing. I haven't seen one. it, but I've been. It was pretty good. Was it? You liked it? Because I've it. heard bad. <laughs> I've heard bad reviews, and it was horrible. Like it's it's definitely. Different, because the way that they do camera angles and things in it is so interesting to me. Really, I guess from like a cinematic viewpoint. Okay, it's it's definitely. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that angle on it, but I just heard the story was clunky and and a little bit of like you know like hard to believe stuff was happening. I don't know. I I haven't seen. There was a lot of points where Crystal was like, "Well, what would you do in that situation?" I'm like, "Look." I already know that like something is fucking off. I'm killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you want me to ruin any of it? For you? No, no, okay. no, no. But I'm just saying because I feel done. like I can't talk about the movie without. It's pretty new, so what it is. Let's wait till yeah. next week. We'll, we'll watch it and then we can discuss yeah, it. Yeah, we'll go. Over I'll rewatch it. It, was, to it get took it us. Fresh. We had to watch it in in like three sittings because we kept being interrupted by other things. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be good to watch it longer all together so you can get the tone of the movie. Sometimes you got to be in the from the start to the finish. And so you can feel the tone changing up and down, you know, like fast, slow, Mm -hmm. you know, sad, happy, you know, like so you can get all of those to feel the whole movie. I feel like I hate pausing movies, you know, like especially um, if it's a new one I haven't seen. Like I'm so I want to start the movie over. I started watching Grey man with uh Greyman? ryan gosling and chris evans um he's a cia agent and um he's a, basically like a fucking ghost and people and then they end up turning on him and trying to kill him and that's all i know so far 
I don't know that it's one. It's on Netflix. It's really good. It's good action. Ryan Gosling, fucking awesome. It's kind of a, it's kind of, um, gives you a John Wick feel, you know, about the movie with the, with the angles and the guns and the shooting and the action, but it's also Ryan Gosling. So he's not trying to be Keanu Reeves. So he does a good job. Like he is a good, he's good at making, he has his own characters, you know, and he has this kind of Ryan Gosling, like banter that he kind of does when he talks to somebody like, um, right. did you ever see him in that Russell Crowe movie with, um, it was like set in the seventies. Mm, probably it's not. a comedy. It's like a detective comedy. <laughs> Um, put in, yeah, yeah, you know what to put in. Yeah, I'm going to search Ryan Gosling, movies, 70s, comedies. Ryan Gosling. How long ago did it come out? Maybe 2016, 17, maybe 18, I don't know. Oh, is it the, um, the nice guys? Yes. Yes, I did see that. It was a good one. Yeah. Remember that? Like, mm-hmm. he, he's good at comedy. Like, he has comedic moments and comedic timing. Comedic timing, yeah. And even Russell Crowe, he's not a funny guy, but, like... He, he does well. He did good. Yeah. I mean, he's bigger than you're, <laughs> you're remembering him from, like, 300. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not 300. <laughs> uh, Gladiator. You look at that guy, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> he doesn't care, what? dude. Yeah. All of his new movies, he does not care. He's I mean, not... it worked out for what was he in recently? That um, the the Marvel one, right? Uh, he was Superman's dad. He was Jesus. With, what was it with um, Henry Cavill, Cavill, whatever you want to fucking, however you want to say it, but he did play Superman's dad. Wait, they're doing a Gladiator too. I did not know about that. I heard they were twenty twenty four. I heard they were doing another three hundred. Ridley Scott directing. Ooh, he did the first one, so oh, Gladiator two. What is he now? Is he dead? Or did they move on? Or is he like a king? I don't know, but Russell Crowe's in it still. He's in it. Yes, right. says he's a cast dude. Member. Maybe he buffed up, man. Maybe he's maybe Damn. he's. You got Russell Crowe, Denzel, Denzel. Okay, mm-hmm. we're starting out with some hitters. Ooh. Yeah, Pedro Pascal's gonna of be. Of course, he's in everything. He's, he's been very popular lately. <laughs> he's in everything, dude. Is it? Yeah. What was the other movie I heard that he was in that people were like, "It's Pedro Pascal." Oh, he's gonna be Mister Fantastic. He's gonna be in the Fantastic Four. It was. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about the Russell Crowe. Uh, Zeus. He plays Zeus. That's right. Zeus and um, Thor. It Thor. was the latest Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. And then he was also Superman's dad. And yeah. No, it, wait. Yeah. 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 Remember Henry Cavill? And they were on the fucking planet. And he, they show you the backstory of them sending, uh, sending fucking Superman. I wonder if they planned on him doing more. Like his own story of that or something, you know? That would be cool, man. That planet is crazy. Like Krypton. The planet Krypton, like, I feel like there's more stories there. Like, because if, if you think about it, they sent Superman to Earth, but other they families really send, well, they I guess did. they did send him. They picked him. his destination. They, they did pick his destination. Planet, I'm but, sorry. I'm thinking of his, his uh, cousin. 
But um, the alcohol is starting to get to me. I'm starting to feel it, which means we should probably take another shot soon. I like that idea. But um, that would be interesting because other families might have sent their kids to another planet. Like, that would be a cool story, right? That would have, but I don't think that happened um, in all the story arcs I know. Like, I'm, but I'm saying they could create that because if they had time to send their kid, there would be other people. Well, the thing is, is that well, they were one, well off and they were rich. Yeah, the, the, it wasn't really that they were rich. It was one that he was a scientist and two, they they kind of made it like illegal to do that. So not everyone was able to do it. And three. It was a political propaganda. Like there was people saying the earth's going to explode. We're scientists. We could see our planet is going. We're going to lose Krypton, yeah. you know? Um, and then other people were like, uh, you guys are fucking. Yeah, I remember. Remember, they're going back and forth. And then he was like, you got to go. No, you got to go now. On. Yeah. Remember, he was like, um, it's going to explode. He already knew. And he was. Tr- but the political part of it was getting in the way. And I feel like that's that's also something that could happen to us. Like while shit, while people are bickering back and forth about what's going to happen, like something is going to happen, you know, and we can't even agree on like. Well, honestly, there were certain aspects of this myth. The going back to that film, that the one about the world ending, I can't recall the the actual fucking title. Um, but just look it up. Just look it up, Sandra, Sandy. Yeah, we'll see. It's got to be your most uh, recent. Not Sandra Bullock. Um, Julia. Julia Roberts. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck I said Sandra. I've seen all the previews. Leave the world behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that movie, there, there, there are certain aspects to the disaster because we know there's a disaster event. Yeah, and that's pretty much given to you in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so there's certain kinda... aspects of the disaster event that I can see. Like, okay, if this was to happen, I can see that being a plausible thing there are other aspects to it where i'm like "Mm, i don't think so but um definitely i could see where people like that's unrealistic but it but yeah like not giving away anything it might have been in the trailer there's this one part where this uh oil rig gets like beached yeah i just don't think that would have happened they say like they they lost navigation or something, so they beached, and it was happening in a couple of places or something like that. But regardless, there's no way that a captain of a fucking giant oil rig would see land approaching and still follow his fucking navigation, right? But some of that on on those big giant ships, it takes so long for them to turn. They they mill they might even if he did put. In turn, all you know systems go. I don't know if they could stop uh, if they're going a There's certain gotta speed. There's got to be a way to stop. But they're so big. You're thinking of like a smaller. Sh- even- I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are pretty big. But because you're thinking of think of a size of a battleship. I don't know if you've ever been next to a battleship, but those things are fucking huge. They're like. But by the time the you realize ships. something is off, you've you got to know ahead of time. Like you've got to see you land approaching. Think. You're, you you're like, why are we going here? This doesn't make any sense. Call the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard is probably saying like, 
yeah, we see you not in the right spot physically. Maybe our, our system doesn't, but we do. They should get some kind of alert. Somebody from should have, the have shore. done something. There should be somebody watching. Like, why are you getting so close? You're only somebody knocks away. And by the time away. that they, like, so in the movie, and this isn't that big of a spoiler. We're just talking about one specific scene. <laughs> they, see, this is why you there don't is, go. There is, a, there is a specific character who sees something and says, it looks pretty close. Oh, yeah, those things are big. There's you always know, that guy. Yeah. Time passes while they're enjoying their beach trip. Yeah. That they start to see Actually, this. it is in the it's in the previous because they're running on the beach, right? Yes. Okay. So so they time passes and then they they kind of realize, oh shit, that thing's coming here. That's impossible, but it's coming here. Okay, fucking get up and go. And you know, they they had enough time to like fucking relax. They showed the scene of them like sleeping on the beach. Like yeah. sunbathing and shit. Two people are incredibly dumb. I, I definitely understand yeah. reaction time and people being slower about it. But I'm thinking about the professionals who are, are literally captaining the ship and other people who have been at sea for X amount of thousands of hours worth of yeah. fucking or hundreds of hours worth of sea travel. You know, your ocean. You, you should. know, you should. You should. And, and especially in something as big as like this ship that must be traveling across ginormous amounts of of, of sea and yeah. different countries all the time there's no way that you're like looking at this and being like yeah i'm sure we'll be fine until last minute the only thing i'll say is these i've seen some of the like um technology that they're using on these ships even like the lower level ones like when you watch like the um deadliest catch and shit where they're trying to locate the fish and everything under the sea and some of the radar it's pretty sophisticated and it's it's a hundred percent accurate if it tells them there's fish there they go drop a line and they fucking scoop all no no and i get that so that's why i'm saying my point is is that that technology's got so good that it makes you comfortable. Like, oh. No, and if they, they the, definitely if the, talk about that in the film yeah, as well. If the so, computer's telling me that we're good, then we're good. You know, like. But someone who's a captain of a fucking oil rig. You would think. You would think that you would think. somebody would have been like, hey, sir, we're getting pretty close to that thing. Do you see that? And they would physically have to look. Yeah. You can only rely on that so much. Like I think you they have like, protocols. Uh, yeah, this isn't right. I think they have protocols that they they follow the 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 um, systematic, um, flat like sea plans or whatever you call them. I don't know, like destination plans. There's, but they also should if have navigation a manual one was failing. Yeah, and you realize that there would be some protocol for something, and I think the right decision would not be to beat your oil rig. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The what right they're... decision would be to attempt to slow down. And the amount of time, like it had to have been at least an hour of time for this from when they saw it heading straight to shore yeah. to where it actually hit shore. I imagine that that it had to have been like an hour. Yeah. Because you see it in the distance. They do that scene. Everyone's having fun at the beach. Then they take a nap at the beach. Oh, that's what I was going like to say. There's like a time delay. Then they like wake up and they're like, the, the, you know, there's a character who's still staring at it. They tell somebody and then they're like, yeah, that doesn't look right. And then they're like, no, no, no. Okay, let's move. And then everyone's running. 
Yeah. You know, so there's, there, I just feel like there are certain parts that are kind of unrealistic. There's certain parts that they talk about with the animals. They're like, oh, animals are warning us. Well, that, that Not- happened. That, that happened with the um, tsunami, the one that hit that island. No, I get the natural disaster stuff, but the, the uh, but I'm cause of- that that same thing where people were just staring. They're like, oh, look at the water. It's so far in. And they were just standing there. And there's a lot of video of people just waiting until. And they're like, oh, wait, the water's coming. And they're like, they're just walking slowly. And then they start panicking when they realize it's coming in fast and it's going to swing away. I know. And and so when I saw this scene, uh, that the first thing I thought of at the beach, because I never watched a trailer for this movie. Crystal just put it on. Yeah. So I know when they when they were going to the beach. And I knew it was a disaster movie based on the name. Yeah. The first thing I thought was like, it's got to be natural disasters, right? So I'm trying to, in my mind, Just I'm the thinking name, about what's going to happen next. The name of and it, And yeah. so I'm starting to think like, okay, they're going to get hit by a tsunami, obviously. I'm waiting for the water to recede. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm waiting because I know. Now. I already know that. Yeah. Now. But well, I've known that forever. Dude, when I saw it, like it was in the, where, where the fuck was the um, tsunami? Was it like um, some islands, right? It was like, like as soon as you see water receding, I wouldn't you think fucking that, run. But I, I've never been like. See, you grew up guess, in California yeah, with different. the ocean, so I was more aware of that stuff would, based on that. Yeah, because like earthquakes will will do that. They will cause um, uh, giant fucking waves, and they will hit the shore. Now in California. We would get slight flooding, like when I lived in San Francisco, and then yeah. there was a big earthquake that happened in Japan during the time. Uh, we were warned to stay away from the beaches yeah, because we were afraid were of flooding. And then by the time it came up, it was only like a foot worth of water, so it wasn't. Well, they didn't know, but in Japan, like they got fucked. You guys were getting um, the trash from mm-hmm. that tsunami. They yeah. were finding Japanese crates and and uh, like furniture. Super fucking wet. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. That that went all the way across the ocean, but um yeah, I, I see not being next to the coast. That, that's always in your mind. Like you since you were a little kid, you probably have talked about or seen them talking about the yeah, ocean. Like as a kid, we we talk about earthquakes, we talk about the ocean, yeah. we learn things like in Tennessee, like I don't know, did you know this? What are you supposed to do when you get a uh, uh, like, do you know how to prep your house for a tornado or a hurricane? No, I don't know. So in college, I met um, I this sandbags. girl who was from Tennessee, and we ended up talking about that because she was asking me about earthquakes. I was like, well, yeah, you want to get like some safe places are going to be under a table. You want to stay away from anything that could fall on you. So you don't want to be in a grocery store. If you really can't get like under a sturdy table or something to protect yourself, um, a doorway being inside the the uh, door frame is one of the most sturdiest parts of your house because it's surrounded by multiple pieces I've of two by four. Um, so when you talk about like tornadoes or uh, hurricanes or something, you know, tornadoes obviously we all know Wizard of Oz and shit. You can go underground. I think everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for hurricanes, a lot of people you have to tape your windows. Did you know that you put X's of tape across your windows or star configurations like asterisks um, to protect your windows from shattering. And if they do shatter, the tape would hold glass pieces so they don't shatter on you. 
Or if something goes through it, it'll just be a hole there. In California, we were always told, like, you know, the first thing you want to do is, like, if there's an earthquake, fill up your tub with water. Because if the pipes break, your water's fucked. And you need to, if you're going to be stuck in your house, have some water. That's crazy. Uh, also, they say always keep, like, in, in elementary school, we do practice drills and shit like this. Uh, we had to bring in non-perishable food for ourselves like and they would keep it in like this tub in case we got an earthquake and we were stuck at school we can feed ourselves so every year you guys brought in and then at the end of the year they would give it back to us (laughs) where's my can of corn (laughs) yeah no you would you would bring things that you can easily get like like uh things that would last peanut butter was a big one like everyone would bring in a fucking jar of peanut butter oh so you'd just be eating peanut butter for a week or something (laughs) yeah um and then they would tell you like have shoes by your bed so if you are an earthquake and it happens at night, you can put your shoes on real quick in case something fell and break and you don't have to step on glass. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to, um, fucking what's his name? Yeah. John McClain. We had a pool table growing up. You know John up. McClain, mm-hmm. right? Die hard. Yeah. Remember die he had hard. no shoes? He's no walking shoes, on glass. On fucked glass, up. Fucked up feet. As the John McClain rule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like they say, like going out on the street isn't always the best idea either. No, no, because if, if stuff's falling, light poles. I mean, we get bad winds out here, and we have those green trees. You know, the ones that are the like... The Paul Verdes. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are fucking fragile as fuck. Mesquites. All up and down, roots ripped out of the ground just from the winds. Yeah, mesquites. Mesquites are notorious for getting ripped out of the ground. But I remember I was always told, and way before I even thought in any part of my mind that I would be living in Arizona, that... Arizona is probably one of the few places in the United States where natural disasters are avoidable. There's no fault lines here. So no. we don't have to worry about earthquakes. No. I mean, we might feel shakes if it's really bad in California, yeah, but bit. nothing enough to destroy our property. No. We don't have to worry about hurricanes. We don't have to worry about tornadoes. The worst thing we got are the haboobs, which is dust. So what we're going to die from is probably mainly just all the dust that we inhale. Yeah, it would suck to be stuck in one. Yes. Outside. Yeah, and that's why we have what most other people in the country will never know is yeah. valley fever. Yes. Yeah, valley fever is a real thing. And actually when, you know, because my dog is epileptic, so he has seizures. So when we were looking into alternative like medication stuff, we were looking into neurologic um, veterinarians, like specialize in, in neurology for the pets. Yeah, And uh, I was looking into reviews and a lot of the people who would take their pets in for seizures would say that um, one of the things they would test the dogs for was valley fever. Yeah. Because valley fever would cause seizures in dogs. And all they would do is treat them and then all of a sudden your dog no longer has a fucking seizure. That's awesome. Yeah. And I was like, maybe fucking Poe's got valley seizure. No, he's epileptic. We got to give him medicine every day now. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Did I tell you that we switched his medicine? No. So for the longest time, we had him on uh, phenobarbital. Okay. Which is a very like old, I think it's one of the first uh, available medications that they would give to people with epileptic seizures like wow. back in the day. It's chaotic. A nurse friend had told us it's medieval. Shit. 
and it's, it's one very, way to describe medicine. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, I mean, just in the name, phenobarbital, like you know. So we would we had him on that. The vet told us like he's going to take this medicine every day of his life, two times a day, yeah. once in the morning, once at night. He was on two and a half milligrams of the medicine. Yeah. Or is it milliliters? Two and a half milliliters. Okay. No, three and a half. Three and a half milliliters in the morning, three and a half at night. So for a total of seven milliliters a day. Mm. This medication is a class four restricted drug. Word. So in order to get it, the vet has to write us a prescription physically. We have to pick it up physically and then we have to take it to the CVS or the Walgreens to get it. Um, the cop has to accompany you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they do don't carry it because it's not as often prescribed. Yeah. So they have to order it in, which will take time for us. And um, in his case, this medication causes uh, him to be lethargic. He gained so, a lot of weight. So wait, why is it so protected? What what does it do? Is it turning into fucking crystal meth or something? It, it's like? it's it's in a it's one of those, yeah. So it's it's a what do they call it? Um, phenobarb is. Let's see. Oh, is it rainy outside? Is that what that noise uh, yeah, is? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that noise is rain. We've been getting rain all day today. So, so it prevents and controls seizures by basically just making you, like, sleepy. That fucking sucks, dude. I feel like... I know. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, Effects. It's a good anti-eleptic effect, but clinically significant untoward effects occurred. Where's the wow, wow, wow? Hyperactivity, behavioral problems, sedation, yeah, even dementia is a long-term effect of this. Fuck, man. Which is, is why it's a restricted drug. It's going to make you more fucked up eventually. Yeah. It's, it's really bad for you. Yeah. And so the vet had told us there is no other alternative that he can give this dog. And our dog is small, is 11 pounds. He's a little guy. He's tiny. Yeah. So they can't give you a pill. Like can't even most dogs it? will get a pill and it's like uh, they'll take just the one pill because it, it gives them uh, time lapse release, time release capsules, right? Yeah. yeah. But you can't do that because so we would small. need to cut it up or else the, the pills, they don't come in that smaller dosage that he needs. Yeah. So we just hated the way like he wouldn't chase this ball he wouldn't move he would he's, sit there he would zombie. just be panting all the time he wasn't poe he wasn't a happy dog yeah sounds it like was, a little zombie it's dog it's just worse so we switched him to cbd because we heard that there were some studies that cbd helps and all this so we were giving him cbd and for about three and a half weeks, I would say no seizures. Everything yeah, was you fine. Said everything and he was, was having a seizure every week before the, the, the medication. Um, and so CBD, he was good for about three and a half weeks to a month. And then he had a seizure. So we upped the dosage and he was good again for another like three weeks. And then there was a seizure. Then two weeks. And then there was a seizure. And then he was on a seizure once a week again. Mm. And so we went to a different vet to get a second opinion on medication. And this vet had uh, introduced us to, I think he called it Kepra. I forget the, the medication name, 
something with an L. Yeah. Um, but this is a third generation anti-epileptic. Yeah. And on this, there's no side effects. That's good. One of the issues we had was that the vet previously can only prescribe us this medication once a month. And no other vet in the clinic can prescribe us this medication since we saw this one specific doctor. What? So we had to go to the vet, which was a 20 minute drive for us, um, once a month. And we had to call ahead to get the prescription. And we had to call when the doctor was in. And he was only in three Jeez. days a week. Then they would write us what a prescription. What happens if this guy passes away? Is there a backup? <laughs> We'd have to see a different doctor at that clinic. Oh, my God. And, and we asked him and he told us there's nothing. Well, no. There's other vets. We go to a different clinic. And that's what we ended up doing. We went to one locally here. Okay. Very good, decent vet. Um, and he explained to us what he could do. The other vet didn't want to do anything else. Said, this is what he needs to do. This is the only medication for him. This is what he's going to stay on. We brought up the concerns and he was on it for four months. Four months we we went through this and yeah, no seizures. Yeah. But the fucking dog went from 11 pounds to 14. He's gaining weight. He gained weight. He wouldn't run. He hated walks. Like we, we tried to take him on a walk. He would just start sitting immediately. He was probably tired. He was yeah. tired and he was overeating. He was always hungry. He was never chasing his ball. He just wasn't him. Yeah. Um, new vet. We finally uh, went in for that second. We were just scared that no other vet would help us. Yeah. But this guy, he said, look, this is the medication. I've had good response with the dogs. If it doesn't work, there's a couple of options we can do. We can do half of the pheno and half of this medication and try to find a balance. But what I really like to do, since you guys have already tried the pheno, uh, the pheno, is... Um, if this medication does not work, I will recommend you to a neurologist. Yeah. Because uh, honestly, that's they would be able to help you even more. Yeah. But I've had good response with this. So we're going to try him on that. And and so far, so good. He has How been many weeks? great. Um, it's only been, we've had the, the three weeks into it. That's usually the point, right? Yeah, when... and he, he hasn't had a seizure. Okay. Oops, excuse me. And he, he's, his life has not been altered. That's good. That's good news. He's still fun, happy-go-lucky little puppy dog. And how old is he now? Three years. Three years. But he looks like a perpetual puppy. <laughs> I he's never going to grow up. I will put a picture up for people to see. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, looking at him, he he looks like a fucking puppy. He's going to be 10 years old and look like a and puppy. And look like a fucking puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's the fucking picturesque perfect dog did, did i tell you about when we got this dog he had to drive to las vegas or whatever. yeah but did i tell you when crystal sent me a picture of this dog now what the picture of this dog looked fake oh yeah it looked like a fucking doll doll yeah like it yeah, looked yeah. like the dog was not real like I was like, that's not a real dog. I was like, before we, yeah, and because she found him on Craigslist in Las Vegas, it just felt even sketchy More for scammy. me. And I was like, if you really want this one, we'll go see him and we'll we'll put a deposit on them. Ask them if we can do that because they can hold it for us. Yeah, because other people were wanting this dog and they were going to give it to us first because we contacted them first. Yeah. So we sent them a hundred dollars, but before we did that, I said. Can you have them take a picture of the dog next to a cup? To something. Yeah. Yes. In two different positions with the same cup. 
So I know this is a legitimate, real dog. Yeah, yeah. And they did. And I was like, that is a fake looking <laughs> dog next to a cup. So they got their stuffed animal and took two pictures. Oh my God, dude. When we got Poe. Still didn't feel so real. fucking small. Yeah. This dog is so tiny fit in my hand. I remember holding him. Yeah. And and it was cold, you know. Yeah. I think we got him in like February of 2021. Okay. And in Vegas. And so he was crazy it time. Was cold, yeah. 2021. I remember holding him in my jacket, my leather jacket, and, and he was so tiny. He was so precious and little. We brought him home, and the first thing he did was fucking bully Obi. You know my other bigger dog. Yeah, he would bully him. He was he was loud. He was aggressive. He had fucking like Hitler syndrome. <laughs> he thought he was a bigger dog than he was. He was still all the other dogs' you mean toys. Napoleon? Our Napoleon, yeah. <laughs> you said Hitler. <laughs> he's a little Hitler. I call him Hitler all the time. Oh, Crystal okay. don't like it. But I'm like, he's just rude. It's That's funny, funny because That's I always so seen him. He's always lit. I call him a snake, dude, because I'm there seen a doggo like he'll do that to the air yeah next to you he tries to, to lick you but he doesn't get close enough yeah he wants to lick you but he knows he's not supposed to but he really wants to so he's just like and licking i guess is like you know i've looked into it i was like why does my dog lick me so much and i guess it's like um that's how they interact with the world yeah it's not only how yeah. they interact with the world but specifically to like other people or their dogs if they lick them it's, it's kind of like of a affection. sign of affection yeah, and respect yeah, yeah. like i like you yeah and i get yeah, that that's and how I'm they okay s- with it that's how they see the world but he's just different in the way he uses he's tongue. a fucking weird dog yeah he's like <laughs> Like I've never. That's a snake action. That's what a snake does. They're tasting the air. I feel like he's tasting the air. I think he is. But um, he might be part snake. <laughs> do you want to take this shot? Let's do it. Cheers. Christmas time. But um, yeah, he's the only dog I've ever seen lick the air. I do feel like it's it's very complex whiskey. It is. It like it said layers, dude. I, it layers, tastes layers. Definitely layers. Yeah, it's good. And it's it. You can tell it's aged. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's good, and it 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 is like a whiskey that you bring out for special occasions. Yes, it's not an everyday, right? And I don't think it's good for, for mixing um, either. I think it should be on its own. And you know what? Um, this. Tastes like a whiskey that you would have in a glass with some um, ice. Let the ice melt a little bit. Because they say, um, you've heard that with whiskey, right? That you put a little, some people will actually put a little bit of water in their whiskey. And it, um, it, it intensifies some of the flavors and dilutes some of the other, mm-hmm. um, the water. And that's what you do. Essentially, that's what you do with the ice cubes. You want it to um, melt a little bit in your whiskey and then drink it because then you're drinking a kind of watered down whiskey and it gives it a good flavor i feel like this would be really good with that too and and a scotch whiskey most definitely is supposed to be i think drunk like that for sure yeah that's a gentleman you just just want to put it over ice be a little fancy with it we've got to put this in a canter i do want to try it in eggnog though 
I think it would be good in eggnog. Yeah, yeah why not? I mean, eggnog is really rich and mm-hmm. sweet usually. So Maybe I mean, throw it in my coffee with some eggnog. I've been um, actually making my coffee with eggnog. Have you tried that? No. Dude, eggnog coffee? Oh, my God. Well, eggnog so is so thick. It would so probably good. be good. Instead of adding milk or creamer. But or I'm, even... not a, I'm not a coffee drinker. Oh, yeah, so. you don't drink coffee. Yeah, that's right. Coffee. That's right, man. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. You should try some of this mushroom coffee. I can drink coffee. I'll give you a couple tablespoons of this mushroom coffee. You try it out. I can. I think dr- you'd like it. I can drink coffee. I get it. It's just bitter to me, and I. I feel like as like I'm gonna be an old man that drinks coffee every day because as soon as my like senses start to dull a little bit, I'm gonna enjoy coffee more. But for me, it's just so intense. Like coffee, K I never, or coffee. I, I hate coffee too because it, it usually coffee gives me too much anxiety. Like I get way too like amped up with the caffeine. Yes, I get very uh, what do they call jittery. it? Jittery, jittery, jitters. Yeah. Coffee gives me a jitter. But my mushroom coffee from Everyday Dose, they definitely don't. Give me the jitters. Shout out to Everyday Dose. Shout out. Everyday Dose. I seen their bag. I almost bought it. But the only thing that stopped me was coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it, it definitely has less caffeine. And uh, the okay. other factors about Everyday Dose is the mushrooms. Well, I, you just drink it in hot water, right? You just mix it. So what I usually do... Now that it's put, winter, I, I, uh, okay. my Keurig has like three settings, you know, so I do the medium one, which I think is like 16 ounces of hot water or maybe it's 12 because the normal one is what? Eight ounces? It is eight, 12, 16. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's 12 ounces of the hot water is what I put in it. They say eight ounces per <laughs> teaspoon or for tablespoon. Okay. So I do two tablespoons and I do, um, 12 ounces. 12 ounces. Yeah, that sounds right. And then what I have are just, um, you know, sugar-free syrups just to add a little flavor. Yeah. And normally I'll just add almond milk. So I'll do a little bit of almond milk, sugar-free syrup, like one pump. Um, so, but right now I'm doing egg, uh, eggnog and, uh, ugh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Eggnog, yeah, almond milk based eggnog. So it's non dairy eggnog because I stay away from dairy. Really? Yeah, because dairy will give me the shits. I'm not even gonna fucking sugarcoat it. Doesn't caffeine too do much? That? Normal coffee does. Yeah, this one does not. It's better oh, on my gut. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And this has uh, collagen and mushrooms and nootropics. The the mushroom effect is what I I would want too. Yes, because I'm trying to get away from energy drinks i don't want to drink them anymore they put too much shit in them i don't like any of them i tried them all i i'm try, i'm doing sugar-free Those ones also give me way too much fucking jitters and shit. they don't to me i don't get the jittery i'm i'm pretty tolerant to any of that shit so i don't i've never felt jittery on anything really even uh um coffee but I did go through a period where I was drinking coffee at work because a lady talked me into it. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll join your coffee group or whatever. And I was doing just butter coffee where you just put a coffee oh, yeah, and butter yeah, yeah, yeah. and MCT oil. What do they call that? They call that, um, fuck, there's a specific thing for that type of bulletproof. They call it bulletproof coffee. Okay, that's what I was doing. So I was doing it's the, a keto thing. Yeah, I was doing the butter, the MCT oil, and coffee. That's it. Yeah, and I would mix it and I would drink it. And, and that's that's, that's that still not fine. bad to do. I'm thinking about adding MCT oil to mine uh, as well. It's supposed to activate your uh, fucking metabolism, right? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. way better for you. 
Yeah, so I was doing that for a while, and that was good because I mean it was I was cutting down sugar and all that shit that I'm getting from other drinks. But um, so I might I want to go back to it because of that reason because I want to get away from energy drinks. But yeah, I just couldn't. I don't know the coffee. Fucking, I hate coffee. Like I don't know, I don't know I man. Can't. I'm like I'm but not a big I don't fan hate of coffee it. either. I but don't I feel it. like it, it really has to do with how you make it, and and one of the reasons that coffee gives you fucking worst gut is just the way that we do it in america because it's so so, like mass produced and shit like we don't get the the freshest beans and stuff like your coffee sits in a fucking warehouse for a while before it actually gets into your cup and then just a small fact there is an allowable percentage of bug in your coffee Mm -hmm. if it's pre-ground coffee they they're their percentage is not zero. So they are allowed to have a certain percentage of bugs in each um, amount of whatever the set amount is of uh, coffee. So and they, they do the same thing with sugar. Like it's an FTA thing. Like if, yeah. if there's a certain amount, they're allowed to call it zero. Yeah. So if it's less than one, it's allowed to be called nothing. Yeah, when it comes to like Which sugar, is crazy. And this, yeah, and so that, you'll it's see with potato chips. It's with everything that mm-hmm. they mass produce. Because I remember that on keto, like the you're gonna get some thing protein. for me. I never had to look at at labels until yeah. I was keto, and then I started reading labels. And when you start reading into these labels, you yeah. start finding a lot of yeah. shit. Yeah. Like what a lot fuck? of keto when I did it with uh, Crystal was was teaching her how to read these labels. Um, she would look at me and she'd be like, is this keto? I was like, oh, most definitely not. Look at this, this, and this. Yeah. She's like, well. And they then we do it to, on purpose. Mm-hmm. It, it's deceptive fucking practices, but it's effective because you don't know what you're reading. You don't know what you're looking at. It's a whole other language you have to like learn. Like Mexico's got a good standing on it. Like they're forced to like put labels on top of the the front of the product that says excessive amount of sodium excessive amount of sugar and in like big giant uh circle or they're like hexagon things have you never seen these yeah they have they have stricter regulations like they don't make their coca-cola with high fructose corn syrup i think it's banned yeah you they have to real. They have to use real sugar, real sugar, which is why that fucking shit tastes way better. <laughs> That's why people love Mexican coke. Yeah, it has a different taste. And the, somebody made a video. I forgot what I, where I was watching it, um, but um, they were comparing the ingredients of of just everyday products from America to to Europe, and they were showing ketchup. Ketchup has a fucking ridiculous amount, and then it's like five ingredients in in Europe. I mean, they were doing that with a bunch one, of products. One fucking thing about Europe, though, is the European Union. The the amount of pressure that they can put on, like a lot of things that Apple has to do, is because, because of, of the fucking yeah. European Union. Yeah. Like that's the only reason Apple will save to for years. Like we have innovated the idea of keeping one cable for all our products by creating USB-C and everything. And that's why we're switching iPhones to USB-C. The real fucking reason is that European Union said, look, this is the standard plug. You cannot sell a product here without this plug. So they had to switch. They had to. Yeah. They were forced to. Yeah. Either they forced to switch their entire product line or 
they had to create a specific European version. But they did it with ketchup. They did it with ranch. Mm-hmm. They did it with mm-hmm. all these products that we use every day. And it's just bonkers, all the shit that they're putting in our food compared to other countries. And it's like, why do we have all this extra stuff? It's, I'll tell you why. Capitalism. And, and, and the ability for for the, one of the issues with our political system is lobbyists. The ability for Big companies to yeah. give money to politicians so that politicians can then adjust the way that they handle their job to yeah. benefit the companies. Yeah, it's, it's pretty That's the up, most man. fucking bonkers ass shit ever. Well, they, the whole idea of of for the people by the people is 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 totally not a thing anymore. It's it's. By the companies, for the companies, <laughs> for the companies. <laughs> and fuck you, people. <laughs> and there's certain states where it's like, like, look at California. They you, fight. They there's so many California class action lawsuits that come out of California. Oh yeah. Like the fact that like you have Skittles. To, look at this. If you go anywhere in California, you walk into an establishment. You look at a label. There, there's these warnings that you don't see around here as often, and it says. This product is known by the state of California to cause cancer. Yes. Yeah. And so you're being told that immediately. I can't. I moved here and I'm like, you don't see that as often. You see it occasionally for the things that kind of like, oh, well, it's it's kind of shared between us. You know, you see the California label, but nothing for Arizona. No. But, but yeah, the state of California recognizes this has this has chemicals that have uh, been been considered in the state of California to be cancerous. It's like this whole this there's disclaimer. Other fucking things that but it's are, like only California decided this? Like California tries to implement their own fucking things about it. Like look at um what is it? Uh red dye number six is it or nine or something like that? Yeah, yeah. That the red product. Dye. Yeah. yeah. They're so trying to eliminate it. California is passing yeah. a bill to eliminate it. Which so is gonna Skittles. affect yes candies um, other sugary products and I drinks. Think, uh, and Cheetos. Cheetos. I think Cheetos they they all use that type of thing. Kool Aid, I think. And, and you're going to start to, once California passes their bill so to what get are they that gonna do? passed, they're going to start switching out and they're going to be like, oh, new and improved with healthier benefits for you. But meanwhile, they had to change it because of because California. Because California. they're not going to sell different Skittles no. in California than they are in... Because it does, it's not profitable for in them. In Arizona, it doesn't make so any sense. So they're going to switch the narrative to make it seem like this was their it's decision. The healthier the option. The same fucking thing that Apple did when they said, we now have an iPhone that can utilize one cable for your Mac, your iPhone, your AirPods Pro, and your iPad. Well, it went viral a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple maybe more than that, where um, there was people showing the new signage that they had on McDonald's for um, the state of California, because in the state of California, they um, ruled that um, all the restaurants like McDonald's that have any chemicals that are being used inside of the store, it now has to have a sign that says there's chemicals contained in the food that cause cancer. Yes. And it's only in the state of California, mm-hmm. and they have to put that right on the front door, and they put it on the back door for the employees because they're working with the food. And I think California, I don't know if other states are doing I can't recall if, if I've seen it here in in, um, in Arizona, but do you, do you see calories on the menu? 
We don't, right? No, I don't think so. So no. in California, about a decade maybe, or two ago, maybe, maybe you, in like you it, were forced to put calories. Like you go to McDonald's, you look yeah. at the menu. They have to tell you how many calories are in each product on the menu. So you see the number one, the fucking Big Mac. Yeah, tells you how many calories are per individual sandwich, and for the entire meal. I'll say maybe a sit down like an Olive Garden or a oregano's or like Red Lobster. Some of them will be like this is like low calorie options, and they'll put it on. No, no, there, no, no. I'm saying like you look at that same. That's menu, what I'm saying. This is the only. They have to say this. This is going to be 1,200 calories if you order this. The entire meal. I think I've seen it on main uh, main course and stuff like that, but it's not like a widespread. The iced tea is this many calories. The the garden salad is this many. You know, I don't. I don't think it was on everything. I think it's on like the low or the keto or carb low carb diets when well, they put that yeah, on there because they want to sell it to you. Yeah. So at that so point, point it's worth it. it. That's why. But I've in seen California, it. you have to to label it all. And that's just common sense, right? Shouldn't right. That, shouldn't that just be you common sense? Because you should be informed. You should know. Yes. And and then there's other things. Like, we look at labor laws. Like, here, an employer can fire you without cause because it's a right-to-work state. And yeah. they did that so that companies wouldn't have to worry about lawsuits unions and unions they made it so that unions in arizona are either hard or impossible to create because companies do not benefit from unions yeah oh it makes it more fair why would they Mm -hmm. want that but in california it's the reverse so in arizona the laws for labor are set around the corporation they are to benefit the company yeah. In California, the laws are set to benefit the employee. That's what it feels like. You need like. to correct, like, there's too many lawsuits for, for being fired for any type of reason. You can you can create a lawsuit if this company did not document every fucking thing that you did to get yourself fired. As far as, like, being late, like, or anything else, like, they have to scrutinize it. And yeah. there's got to be a paper trail. In Arizona... It's a right to work state, which sounds great. Like, oh, yeah, I have the right to work. No, it's it's not great because your company could just one day be like, you know what? We don't like you because you have a dog, but we're going to fire you. And we don't really have to tell you why. Dude, did and there's you, nothing you can do about it. Did you hear about that story of that lady that um, she um, donated her kidney to her boss? Yes, I actually did hear about this recently. <laughs> and then she got fired. Because she had to take time off to recover. She, she said she was taking too long to recover from the kidney that she gave to her boss. So her boss fired her. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I don't think you should ever... Because her boss needed a kidney and he asked the, the employees if anybody would be willing to donate a fucking kidney. And she stepped up. And you would think, you know, you saved oh. my fucking life. You're good Let's for life. Let's give you a fucking bonus or some shit, you or know? You, your job is safe forever. Yes. Like, no. I appreciate you. Of course, take the no, time he, you need to heal. He took the he opposite said, road. Uh, nah. <laughs> he went like this. <laughs> Fuck you. Bullshit. <laughs> there it goes. There's, there's the thumbs up. Man, I don't know. Even Crystal was saying, like... That happened to George Lopez, too. She's concerned. You know, that if she has a complication in pregnancy, yeah, there's nothing she could do about it in this state. This state would rather her go full term with carrying 
a dead fetus. It's, it's, did they change the... There's no, like... There's no uh, abortions here? I don't even know what the fucking laws are here. It has to do with the Supreme Court ruling that they overturned during the Trump administration. So Arizona became a state that doesn't allow it anymore or mm-hmm. whatever? Because they did have that right before. They did because of the Supreme Court ruling. So now what? There's no more Planned Parenthood or whatever? I don't know what happened uh, with them. I don't know if they still have them or not. But the, the law is is that basically... <laughs> Like in Texas, or where is it else? Is it Tennessee? California. California. Well, California, you you can can get abortion. Yeah. You can get, you know, emergency contraception and stuff like that, whatever you need. In, In Arizona, if it comes to saving the mother or the child during childbirth, they are required by law to prioritize the child. Interesting. Even if they know that there is no way the child will live, but there's a better chance to save the mother. They have to continue through full birth. That starts to sound crazy if they already know the child is not going to make it. I know, right? Yeah, that part is the part that, but it's 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 tough, man. What do you, you know, like it's fucking ridiculously hilarious. I'm, I'm saying like. As far as a uh, age-old question, you know, like, do I save the child or the mother? You know, that's it. Almost feels like you would think, right? Like, yeah, if it's that that complex. But, but the way the raw laws are written, the child has a right all the way up to birth, even if the doctors medically can say without a doubt this child will not make it to birth. Well, that's the crazy part. But I'm just saying, like, if it was a situation where it was like 50-50, like, what do you do? Like, that's that's an age-old. It's old, hard. Yeah, yeah, that's an age-old question. That's a hard The mother might even be like, save the child. I want you to save the, you know, like, and so you know, I don't know. If, if it's possible... And that's their decision. Like, I wouldn't know what to do in that situation. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a crazy. I can't comment on that at all. She but the cannot, fact that, like. But hold on. She cannot worry about the craziest scenario. Like. like yeah, of course. That's I like, get it. I yeah. get it. But she's fearful that. I know. When it's your first one and you've never had one. Yes. I could see and, that. And for her, um, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Me and my wife are both slightly overweight. Most Americans are. Yeah. Maybe even more than slightly. <laughs> so there's more complications in, in pregnancy and birth when you're overweight. That does add an element. Your yeah. age adds an element. There's so many factors in it. But, you know, if you're an average healthy adult, I think you'd be okay, like for the most part. Yes. As long as you don't have any, like, medical conditions, you're not on everyday medications, I think you'll be okay. the fear of, like, your life doesn't matter anymore because you're carrying it. Something that's crazy, and I I don't know. I don't. I've never seen like that's a fucking hard topic, bro. It's very controversial. Well, I'm saying it, it's not one that comes up very often, and no. I don't even know how many times they've encountered the scenario happen here in Arizona. Like since everything's changed, it's got to be few and far that's ever happened where they had to make a ruling. But I don't even know what they did because I mean they can make judgments in in the moment and you know i think i i hope this is my hope that that rational 
you know, doctors, educated doctors would choose the right decision. Hopefully you would think, but they are obligated by the law to, I know, I know they do have to follow the law. They could lose their fucking license. Doctors are humans too. And I think if they can figure out a way to make everything right, I hope that they would do that. You would think yes. Yeah. But like, that's the thing is like, for the most part, I know people are very cynical thinking and like, you know, the world's evil. At the end of the day, if you were a doctor, and it was between your license and your ability to work in the field that you went to school for. I and think some of them person, would save a life. Yeah, yeah. you would think. You yeah. would hope. I think they would make the right decision. And then, but I also the mindset of the majority of them is like, we can't do shit. And there's like. that's It's crazy. It's crazy because scenarios. Because when you look at it, yeah. the hospital is a corporation as well. They the are. majority of the hospital is a corporation. So you're going to have a person who's a doctor and is like, we need to to terminate this pregnancy yeah and the head of the fucking hospital is going to tell you we can't do that yeah you cannot do that and if you go around me i'm going to fire you and i'm going to place somebody else on that case who will listen to what i tell them well hopefully they would make the right decision that needed to be made and yeah if 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 hospitals actually looked at people as people and not people as as you would hope there'll be some compassion there. But Numbers. Hopefully, if you do have, I mean, if you have this situation happen, hopefully you can still make it to California and then just Look, get the right care. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, think about these states that are in the similar situation where their their option is not a neighboring state. Their option is like four or five states away. Yeah, it's difficult, man. I don't and you know. have to make this decision within hours. Yeah. What do you do? You can't do much. These are impossible scenarios. And if you're in that scenarios. far in a pregnancy, like getting a fucking car trip and taking a 10 hour drive, 14, 15 hour drive somewhere is yeah. not an option for you. No. It's I fucked mean, up. If you're dealing with just moments and hours and who knows, you know, what you can do. But And then, you know, the, one of the things I feel like is medicine should not be corporatized, a corporate. You wouldn't like, like it to be run that way. You would like it to be more a mom and pop family. I, I mean, that would be your best no, case. I don't even feel like mom and pop family. I feel like medicine is, it should be a human right. And as a human right, that should be governed through the government. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. It's a whole other fucking thing. Like in Canada, because the way that we have doctors our, are our fucking government employees. So we send our money to the government, our taxes, and then the, they use those taxes to pay the insurance company, and then the insurance company bills us, and then also gets paid from us. That's so not even how it works. They get paid twice. No, 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 and no. So. Right now, in the way that our government works, that, that that our medical system works, is that you have a hospital or a medical facility or a doctor who is their own independent corporation or independent business. And as an independent business, they make their own pricing, which is why they want you to go through insurance. Because if they go through insurance, your insurance can pay a certain amount to whatever they declare is a right amount for them. The medical facility will then say, okay, we will adjust our amount that we're going to charge you 
which is usually 10 times or twice as much as what the insurance is allowing us to charge you. And we will reduce the amount we're going to bill you to meet your insurance goals. Or we reduce it to a certain percentage where your insurance is going to cover 75% of it and then you have to cover the next 25% of it. If the government was in charge of our medical, they could set specific limits saying, look, if you want to get your appendix removed, this is the cost. You can't go more than that. If you try to charge someone more than that, that's illegal. Well, yeah, yeah. The government doesn't make the pricing. But I was just talking about how hospitals get their money. They're, um, they're going through this third-party company instead of just paying for the medical That depends if hospitals. the hospital is run as a non-profit or as a for-profit hospital. Because yeah. there, there's two differences for that. And even then, it gets even sketchier with the way that they monetize and bill you. Like, yeah. to have a fucking child and to pay for being, you know, medication, ambulance rides, stay in the hospital. Like, when Crystal had her appendix out, without insurance, like, that whole fucking thing cost us upwards of, like, 20 grand. Oh, yeah. The prices are crazy That's if you don't have... That's ridiculous. If you don't have insurance, yeah. And I understand doctors need to be paid and the facilities need to be run, but, like, there's that difference between, like, my appendix is bursting and I have no other fucking option. What do you do in that moment of an emergency? I will say... Because I've heard... You can't get to shop around like, oh, yeah, well, my burger's cheaper at McDonald's than if I went to Red Robin. Yeah, the you don't get to shop around with your medical Should I go shit. to Target or Walmart? I mean, unless you know which one charges you more when than you others. When you need to go to a fucking hospital, you go, and you have to just deal with it. But I'll, I'll say that I've heard from Canadians that talk about their healthcare system, and it is free, but it's also not as good like you get what you pay for you know like that kind of thing like you might need a a medical surgery that needs to be done and you'll put you'll wait five months to do it like you it's free so there's no rush like whereas you, you have a broken arm you're gonna get surgery right away it's gonna get done like you might have to put off surgeries and stuff like that with their system because of the way that they schedule and and all the patients and then the bit in priority and shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I, I totally so, understand that. And you're not getting the best doctors in the world. So sometimes they there there's been people that have like medical situations they need done and they need certain procedures. They'll come here because we have better doctors. I mean, I get certain type of things and yes yeah. if you go to a private organization that has specific doctors and they specialize because they're in so things, well paid yes. they are better but i mean look at others i'm not talking about like specifics i'm talking about like things like like general stuff yeah. like look at look at like lasik for example or hip replacement okay you could literally if you need a hip replacement you can go to spain you can rent a house in spain Get the benefit of fucking learning Spanish by immersion. Get your hip replaced. Spend the six-month recovery you need or whatever time it is to get a hip replacement recovery while renting the place in Spain. Then you have the opportunity to fucking run with the bulls, break your hip again, get another fucking hip replacement, and then rent another long-term place and still come out less than the cost of one hip replacement in the U.S. And this is not uncommon for people to have what's called medical vacations, 
or procedure vacations. Yeah. Like you yeah. can go to South Korea and get LASIK done. Oh, they have the best. Cheaper they travel. They have the best over there. Travel, uh, you know, um, hotel, food. You, you get to spend time in fucking Korea, have a whole fucking vacation of it. And you're still paying thousands of dollars less than it would be to have LASIK done here in the U.S. Yeah, that I don't I've never looked into LASIK because I don't um, I don't think I'd ever. I don't know. I've heard weird things about like it doesn't last forever. No, no, no. There's definitely degradation. So yeah. you can only have it done a certain amount of time. But for the benefit of it, it's still like, you know, I mean. Glasses, contacts, LASIK. You're definitely paying for something that's not a necessity. But then we can get into the whole fucking thing about glasses. Who, who makes your glasses? Mine, I've got um, American Exchange. Armani Exchange, sorry. Who, who's your glasses? I don't even know what they... I don't even know what the frames are. You see are. this design of frames? Oh, it's only like one company. They yeah. make them all. It's like one fucking yeah. company. Yeah, they and make Ray-Ban. And by Ray the time Ban, that they another everybody. small company comes up, yeah. they're just bought out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will set the fucking prices all the fucking same well, the or border- higher depending on what you get. It's fucking ridiculous. And glasses are a fucking necessity. Some things should be... Covered. Yeah, some things should be definitely covered like that. Like we shouldn't be paying out of the asshole for them. But that's why there's so many medical places on the borders. I mean, you don't even have to go to Spain. You can go to Mexico. On uh, every border town uh with the United States has some kind of medical facilities for prescriptions, for procedures that need to be done for dentists, because our dentists are very expensive. You can go down there and get a set of dentures yeah. for super... And, and all of this can be changed in the government. But you know the main reason why there has not been a, a, a an efficient, great, outside of like Obamacare, um, good medical coverage. It's tough. It's tough for them to, to Lobbyists, get it bro. Done. It all comes back to that. It doesn't profit anybody. Oh, yeah. If the government steps in. <laughs> It's crazy, man. That's some fucked up shit. I don't know. I, I hate talking there's about pro politics. Con, but. There's, there's pros and cons. That's that's what I would say. At the end of the day, you know, our system's not perfect, but no. but we do got pretty good shit, you know? So it's like, it, there's fucked up shit, and then there's good shit, you know? Like, you know, there's there's pros and cons to every, every scenario, every situation, every country. You know, they might be really good at, at healthcare, but they might suck at other shit, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, I. I but I think it's at such the end a of the day. fucking world, man. It is. It is all complicated. And I think at the end of the day, you just got to be, try to be the most informed you can be about every situation. About At the end of the day, it really just comes down to one fucking thing. Christmas. Money. (laughs) Money. It always fucking comes down to money. It's the golden rule, man. Whoever has the gold makes the rules. (laughs) It's so fucked up. Fuck, dude. This is trying to hurt. It's a system that's not perfect, but I think at the end of the day, we do get to have a pretty cool life. You know, like I try to look at the bright side of things, you know. As much as I can be Mr. Brightside, I try to be Mr. Brightside. You I know? would like to, but I feel like <laughs> the world is knocking you down, oh, man. man. 
Don't let it beat you down, man. Be it hurts. <laughs> Enjoy, yeah. enjoy the good. That that's good. You know, we, we got UFCs. We can watch anytime. You could pick up that bottle and you could buy more if you want to buy more. You know, like you got some good. Look at you just pouring it right into your can, man. <laughs> You're turning into a real, uh, <laughs> a real go getter. I've been limiting my smoking. I know. You told me about that, man. Smoking just I might on the have weekends to, now. I might have to increase my smoking because you're decreasing. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke for me, man. <laughs> this is. It's only been a week. <laughs> How do you feel? I feel like I feel okay. No, I don't it, feel like there's any like negativity from it. But I think it's good to take tolerance breaks. I'm excited to feel what it feels like to get that high again. Like just be like, because. Dude, let's I do. Let's I do haven't it right done. Now, man. I haven't done a shit ton of different drugs, right? I've tried firms, did not have a good experience with that. The yeah. only thing I've ever had a decent experience with, where I feel like it doesn't just affect me crazily, is weed. Weed has just been good. It's beautiful. Like I smoke it, or I fucking eat it, I vape it, <laughs> drink it, whatever the fucking way is. <laughs> It's good. I can just feel decent. And when it wears off, I feel fine. Liquor, alcohol, you know, you feel okay. Like, lose it. I feel good. You're on cloud nine, whatever the fuck it is. But then the fucking after hurt of it all. And I'm not saying weed is entirely great in every aspect. There's no downfalls or side effects. Like, there definitely is. And and whether that be, like, the inhalation of smoke in your lungs or just the anxiety or the different chemicals it does to your brain or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm not a fucking chemist. But I do feel if I'm going to throw some form of poison into my body, weed has definitely been just the nicest and i don't feel addicted to it it's not like i'm over here like leaning for fucking yeah. weed like looking at you like oh my god can i just sip on that fucking shit <gasps> no it, it doesn't matter to me i could probably go longer than a month or something but like i just feel like life is so fucking hard sometimes that <laughs> the outlet <coughs> of marijuana <coughs> is just it's just nice it's worth it man it's worth it be happy. Enjoy your life. Oh, shit, bro. Christmas special lasted nearly two hours. We're at 156. I need you know, to take a piss. I think we should Enjoy your time on Earth. Get all you can out of life. Be happy. Enjoy your time. Yes. Smoke, drink, yes. whatever the fuck you want to do. Because we ain't going to be here forever. I mean, and if you, you definitely can't have it. the money to live life like that every day, go for it. If not, enjoy your fucking weekend, you weekend warriors. <laughs> Even yeah. if you don't have the money, spend it anyways. Spend it anyways. You open that credit card. America be sending them to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are live. Live in. Shit. Oh shit, bro! You had a whole <laughs> battery connected to that shit. Damn, should put some batteries in there. Oh, I have right. some. Oh yeah, that's what I need too. Give me that. That's mine. <laughs> I think I'm gonna take it back now. <laughs> well, anyway, you know what? This has been just the weirdest fucking 
I think episode of Digital it's Cortex. End, it's the end of the year. It's special. It's special. We, we won't be it. back until next year, I think, right? Yeah, I don't think we, we might be doing one before that. I don't know. It really depends. Oh, yeah, maybe. 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 We'll see. We don't know. But regardless, if as is, always, this has been Thick Wick. That has been Random Styles. We're co-hosting Digital Cortex. This is your space to come and just fucking, I don't know, fucking complain about shit with us. Enjoy shit with us. That's right. Drink with us. Get high with us. 2023 is over. 2024 is here. Let's go 2024. It's going to be the year, man. I love those even numbers. It's going to be our year, man. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) We're turning digital, man. We're turning digital. Get some. All right. Digital Cortex. We are out. Later. Later.